This is the Agent Mind Podcast. Welcome to episode number eight of the Agent Mind Podcast. I'm your host, TJ McGraw, and I'm an active investor and real estate agent, and I'm on a quest to define the perfect mindset in order to help you build wealth and live within your passions. And as I said before, this, this podcast is a way to document great conversations that I'm having with some really smart people that are inside and outside of the real estate space. Um, but of course, all of the conversations are had through the lens of a real estate agent to really just try to open up our minds and realize that there's, there are other ways to make money and build wealth with inside real estate if we just open up our minds to it a little bit. Um, now, if you enjoy what we're doing here, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, um, check out the website, theagentmind.com. Um, you're going to find a blog there, some videos. You can schedule a call with me, sign up for a newsletter. Um, also, head over to Facebook. Join the Agent Mind Facebook group. Um, we're trying to get some good collaboration over there. Um, some, some really neat stuff going on. Um, and I love to have the, just a, a, a big conversation with as many agents as possible. Um, you know, a big like uh, think tank of agents thinking outside the box would be awesome. But so before we dig into the show, how would you like to free up more of your time, hand off those mundane admin tasks that slow you down so you can focus on things that really drive revenue and put more dollars in your pocket? Well, Reva Global Virtual Assistants can do that for you. All of their skilled assistants specialize in helping real estate professionals with hundreds of tasks. Stop trying to do it all yourself. Have a virtual assistant do it for you. Check out Reva Global Virtual Assistants by heading over to theagentmind.com and click the link, learn more about virtual assistants. All right, on the show today, I have a guest that has really unlocked the mystery of entrepreneurship. Well, actually, there's no mystery to entrepreneurship. It just takes a lot of hard work, dedication, taking a few risks, and most importantly, um, consistency, and then the implementation of systems. I'm going to say that again. The implementation of systems is so crucial if you really want to scale your business. And then, like my guest today did, take that business, take that system, and just rinse, repeat. And I quote, rinse, repeat, and build another business and another business. So on the show today, I have a serial entrepreneur. Um, I love that word or that phrase. It really definitely describes um, our guest today. I want you to pay close attention also to his story when he talks about going, uh, building his first business, which is investing in real estate and then building other businesses. And then at, there's one point where he had a moment with his son and he realized that this, his hard work and implementation of systems has put him in a space where he can spend time, quality time with his family. So was so powerful. Uh, such a great story. I love this guy. Um, he's definitely someone to look up to. Um, as a real estate professional and as a human being. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. JP Kilduff. Hey, everybody. My guest today has created several companies, has helped countless real estate professionals with his business solutions. He's an investor, operates a skip tracing company, a social media management business, um, a virtual assistant business, and he runs a, a real estate meetup. Um, he's also a, a real estate agent and an investing coach most of which he's accomplished while serving active duty in the United States Coast Guard. And he still has time to spend with his family. You're probably asking, how is that even possible? So let's ask the man himself, John Paul Kilduff. Welcome to the show, man. How's it going today? 
Good, TJ. Thank you very much for having me on the show and, uh, you know, just allowing me to share my story with your crew. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Do you, do you go by uh, John Paul or, or JP? So it, John Paul or JP is fine as long as it's not John or Paul. Gotcha. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, cool. So I guess, um, you know, that, that's a lot. You got a lot going on. So give us like the quick, the quick rundown of, of each of your businesses, each of your companies and, and, and kind of tell us what they do. And I'll definitely put you know, links in the show notes. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, let's see, it all started with a, a real estate investment company that I started after uh, joining a real estate education company called Fortune Builders mm -hmm. uh, back in 2016. So I had that solely by itself for about, I'll say three and a half, four years. And then from there, um, we, I created a, you know, my personal brand company, which was Inspiredable. And that was actually something that started from, um, you know, after, cause I was a coach for that real estate education company for a couple of years. And, uh, so it just made me realize that there's a, there's a larger need for, you know, people like us who are trying to inspire and motivate and just show people that anything's possible. So um, Inspiredable was uh, around 2019. And then in uh, 2020 is when everything just kind of exploded for us. You know, we started a, a um, short-term rental company down in Florida. We started a social media management company um, where we concentrate on providing services to real estate professionals, you know, agents, brokers, um, you know, flippers, wholesalers. We've actually gotten into um, actually beyond that. Now we do water treatment companies. We do hair companies. We have actually, wow. our services have just expanded and expanded. Um, also started a skip tracing company and uh, also got into a um, real estate virtual assistant uh, gig where you know, I, I help with the business development, uh, in the States, I'm the U S based business development, um, director. So I help real estate professionals understand how they can get, uh, from solopreneur to, you know, outsourcing and delegating a lot of those minimum wage activities. So that way they can grow their team. Um, actually I forgot to mention back in 2016, when I first <laughs> became a real estate investor, I also started my own meetup group, uh, that I've been operating for about five years as well. So nice. I, I hope I didn't miss anything. I don't know. I've, I've always got to turn around and look at my board to look at all <laughs> of the different companies that I have, but I think I got them all. Yeah. I don't know how you keep track of it all, to be honest with you. <laughs> but that's hopefully we can kind of get to the bottom of that a little bit. Cause that's, I, I know listeners are wondering like, how is, how is that humanly possible to get all that stuff done? Um, so it, 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 I just, I just think you're, you're, you're quite an example for someone who wants a little bit more just isn't quite sure how to get there so the, let me ask you so you started the investing was first right yes sir that's correct yeah and then uh so the other businesses did you did you set out to say i'm gonna i'm gonna create 20 businesses or did you find that as you got into one space you you found a need for something and just decided to fill the need like how, how did what was your thought process behind going from having you investing and then in getting starting to skip tracing and going into another business and like explain to us like kind of how that your your thought process yeah you nailed it i mean i think it's just like i always relate it to you know the guy who's pushing oil in texas who's paying for trucks and then paying for warehouse at some point he's just like 
why don't I just buy the trucks? Yeah. Why don't I just buy the warehouse, you know, so that way I can just keep all that income. And so mm-hmm. that's in that sense, like that's kind of how all of these things were developed. It's like, and this is what I love about real estate, man. It's just like, there's so much opportunity in oh, real yeah. estate <laughs> and there's all these little services and platforms and, you know, there's gaps with each one of them. And I would say that first and foremost, each one of these companies was created because there was a gap mm-hmm. in the service that we were using. And we use, you know, I'll just use my skip tracing company as an example. Like I've used so many different skip tracers and there were just so many things that I didn't like about certain aspects of their platform, their service, their product or whatever. And so Mm -hmm. I took all the things that I was not happy with. And I said, how can I create a product that now that, that covers that gap, right. That fills that gap of all these, all these different um, shortcomings. And so that, that was the same with the social media company. There was nobody out there that was providing affordable, like just like something that you could actually afford on a monthly (laughs) basis solutions for real estate professionals that understand that social media is very important to the growth of their brand and, you know, getting in front of clients and stuff like that. So, you know, not only do I now not have to pay for those services, I also get the service that I absolutely want. And then now we, um, you know, make that available to other real estate professionals. Right. Um, I just want to pause for one second. I'm not sure. I, I don't want to assume that everyone listening knows what skip tracing is. Um, Cause I don't think every real estate agent uses it. So we give us a quick, the quick two minute. What is skip tracing? Yeah. Awesome. So actually skip tracing, um, every, it started as, you know, like bounty hunters, right? So when bounty hunters, uh, needed to find people, they would do what's called skip tracing. It's like an investigative service, right? And so, uh, the idea behind it is that you are able to find specific information about individuals to, you know, from where they live to how to get a hold of them through cell phones and landlines and email addresses. And that's where we come in. So our service and how it relates to real estate professionals is, you know, we all have a, a specific type of client that we want to get in front of. Mm-hmm. Um, either we go knock on their doors uh, or we send them a piece of mail or, you know, we come into the 21st century and we, you know, use some texting or some uh, emails or cell phone or um, landlines. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come in. We provide the data for the cell phones, landlines and emails. So that way, you know, agents, brokers, uh, investors can reach out to these individuals through text. And right. Whatnot. Yeah. Perfect. Are you going to add bounty hunter to your list of companies? <laughs> bounty hunter, right? <laughs> Just the, the cool side project. <laughs> bounty yeah. No, that's, that's great. Let's So I'm super interested in, in investing and in you're investing. Um, I'm, I'm really just starting out that process. Um, I've made a ton of offers on properties. Um, it's a little tough right now with the market being so strong. So yeah, man. like, how did you get into that? Like, what's your, what's your philosophy? I know that you went through fortune builders, um, which gave you a lot of, of a, a great foundation to kind of springboard off of. So just dig into that. Just tell, tell us all about you know, how you got into investing and, and, and where you are now and everything in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think um, it's fair to probably start with, 
probably something that everybody's experienced, which is, you know, you're driving down the road and you hear a commercial on, on the radio. And it's like, this is Than Merrill from A&E's Flip This House. And we're looking for a bunch yeah. of real estate investors in your area to invest into real estate with no money out of your pocket, that whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first time I would say the first 10 or 15 times I heard that it was white noise, but I remember there was one morning on my way to work when I was a drill instructor for the Coast Guard in Cape May, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. It was about 4.30 in the morning, pitch black. And I, I lived literally one mile off of post. So when you come off the base, there's one main road that goes out mm -hmm. in Cape May. And my house was on that main road. And it literally took me probably about two and a half minutes to get in from, from door to door, from my house to my office. Mm -hmm. And it was during those two or three minutes, I heard Fan Merrill three times on ESPN that morning. And <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to make this stop. Right. So I was like, the only way to make this commercial go away is to call the number and see <laughs> and book the book, the event, which is great marketing, by the way. Right. Yeah. Just keep beating them down until they just give in. Yeah. yeah. So um, I pulled into my parking spot that morning at about five o'clock when I, I had to wake the recruits up at five 30. So um, mm -hmm. I pulled in at five o'clock and I called the number. I booked my two free tickets to go to the event. Yep. And uh, at that event, it was crazy, man. Like, I didn't know what to expect going to the event, but I brought my wife. Me and my wife went. It was a 90-minute event up in Atlantic mm -hmm. City. Mm -hmm. And you know, you sit down and they give you like a baggie full of goodies. And some of it is like um, paper and pen. So we bust out the paper and pen because within like five or 10 minutes, it was like, oh, holy crap. That's like, that's actually good stuff to write down. And next yeah. thing I know, after about 60 minutes, I've got six pages worth of notes and I'm like, God, dog, this is some good stuff. And then, yeah. and then, you know, that's where comes the pitch, right? Like, <laughs> Hey, if you like what you're seeing here, then, you know, for $1,197, you can come to a three-day class. But if you sign up today, it's only $197. <laughs> right. And so the fun. You know, I was, yeah, it is, it's the fun. <laughs> I, I looked at my wife and I'm like, what do you think? It's either going to be the best $200 we've ever spent or the, the worst $200 that we've ever spent. And right you know, it being pitched anything kind of sucks, right? Like you don't want to feel like you got, like they got you. And yeah, um, me and my wife said, you know what? It's 200 bucks. Let's see. Let's, let's go back and we'll sign up. And on our way back, we stop at the table and everybody else is kind of funneling out. And I can just see like, people are looking at us, like with their hand over their mouth, pointing like, Oh, suckers, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, got them. <laughs> so it's kind of an embarrassing moment, dude, you know, like to, to go over there and feel like, you know, they got you. And yeah, uh, but you know, through that process, we signed up and there was about a three week delay from when we signed up to actually get to the three day event. And during that time, I was like, all right, so it's money back, right? You can, you can, within two mm -hmm. or three days of the event, you can say, I don't want to go give me my money back, which was mm -hmm. exactly why we went through with it. Um, but during that time, I found a, a website called bigger pockets, right? So mm -hmm. I went back home. I looked at all, like I, all the terms that I wrote down, I started Googling and trying to figure out, you know, how can I do this without actually paying, you know, fortune builders to teach me how to do this. And I found right. bigger pockets. Have you ever heard of bigger pockets? Oh yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that I kind of, um, I started with bigger pockets and then I heard all the commercials in Atlanta, you know, fan Merrill's coming to Atlanta for me and flip this house. And I actually went to the, the first little, uh, event and I did sign up as well. Um, uh, but in the three days, and it's because of bigger pockets. I, I, uh, 
decided to get my money back and not and not oh, go through with it. Yeah. Dude, so, so all right, yeah, all right. You, we have the same, uh, you know, similar story because yeah, after I found Bigger Pockets, you know, everyone's like, "Don't pay for the yep. for the uh, gurus. Don't pay for the gurus. <laughs> Don't pay for the gurus." So it really had me like, "Holy crap! I probably shouldn't pay for the gurus, right?" Like, yeah. It seemed yep. like at that point when I joined Bigger Pockets, there was only about two hundred and fifty thousand users on there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think now it's over a million. It's crazy. Yeah, it's huge it's, now. It's, it's yeah, it's an up. amazing community. Anybody yep. who doesn't know what Bigger Pockets is needs to look up Bigger Pockets because it's a an amazing community. And mm -hmm. they're right. Like, you know, there's a lot of resources through podcasts and tools and community. Like, you can really learn a lot to be successful in the business. Um, mm -hmm you know, that way. So that's just one way to skin that cat. Right. So, but yeah, during that three weeks, I was reading all of those, all of those forums and mm -hmm. I started to believe what people were saying. And so I, what I did is I actually went out and tried to create my own lead propeller website, try to create this, try to create that. And I was staying up till like two o'clock in the morning, every morning, because <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, man, I'm going to do like, it was something new to me. Right. There was like yeah. a honeymoon phase of this whole idea. And so I was spending a lot of time trying to get up and running. Mm -hmm. And then I almost didn't go to the three day event. I remember telling my wife, I'm like, man, I don't even want to go. She's like, stop it. She goes, just go. You pay 200 bucks, just go. Yeah. And so I went there, but like, I went there with like this whole negative, like I'm not Skepticism. buying anything. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I walk in, people are like, hello. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Like, dude, it was like, <laughs> what are you trying to sell me? Hello. Yeah. You don't even know me. Why are you talking to me? Yeah. That's so, funny. um, but I sat down and within the first two hours, my jaw was on the floor. I could not believe what I had heard in the first two hours. And the first thing they talked about was creative financing, like how all the wealthy people are mm -hmm. actually doing real estate and not legitimately not using any money, like hacking credit cards, hacking banks, hacking this, ha you know, just using leverage yep. to get into real estate. And I just remember at the end of that, those two hours, TJ, like I look around, I was sitting next to, I had a teacher that was sitting next to me. I had like a construction uh, person that was sitting next to me and a couple other people in front of behind me. Like I'm looking at the end of the segment, I'm like looking left and I'm looking right. And I'm like, Did, do you guys understand what they just dropped on us? Like, yeah, that was worth $199 by itself. Mm -hmm. And then, so from there I was like, all right, I got my money's worth. Let's see what else they have to offer. And then through the three days, man, like, you know, the, just from stage, the amount of I guess I want to say integrity, genuineness. And listen, I know it's a big sales pitch, but mm -hmm. there was just something that was underneath all of it that resonated with me. Mm -hmm. And I think a huge part of that, and you know, I know we're going to get to this, is systems, right? Yeah. The processes and the systems. And I stayed up till two o'clock every morning for three weeks trying to just create one website. And then they're like, hey, um, you know, this is actually part of what we do here. You just click here and boom, you have a website. And I'm like, oh my gosh, nice. right? Like, yeah, you know, and that's the <laughs> difference between bigger pockets and doing it yourself and figuring out the hard way versus hiring a real estate, hiring a mentor, a coach, a mm -hmm. guru, if you will, to try to guide you and uh, get you to understand that, hey, there's technician type work and then there's being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so that was kind of like my big takeaway from that. So I joined. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's, it's good because we're, we're a perfect contrast to each other. And, it, and there's a lot of points I think listeners can take away. I went to the, the first event where they, you know, the, in the top of the funnel and they're, they're trying to push you to the next weekend event and then they push you to sign up. 
Well, I, I signed up in that for the, for the weekend event and I was all for it. Just like you, I was like, these are, this is really good information, even though it is salesy, but it's definitely good information. And I'm sure there's a ton more information if I'm going for a whole weekend. So I signed up, but then I've got found, you know, started listening to all the, the, the other noise out there, maybe not noise is the wrong word, but the other opinions. And I was like, you know what? I can do this on my own. Cause I'm very, you know, tenacious that way to my fault sometimes, but like, I can do this on my own. I don't need to pay this, all this money, but here now look at the difference between the two of us. You have, you are that much further along. You have a, a whole business with systems surrounding multiple businesses, surrounding investments, you know, one in, um, in Florida as well. Right. So, and here I am, I'm, I'm really just getting into, you know, the, the investment space. Um, I kind of went, I decided to get my real estate agent license first and then get into investment, how to learn about the, the, the business that way. But here's my point is that, and, and I'm sure people have heard this all the time. You can either, you know, get in, like you spend a little money and get into the, have the systems and have the, have the, the things there for you, or you can, it's the sweat equity or try to figure it out yourself, which yeah, take it from sure. me can take forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it's, it's a trade-off like one, I, I'm not, we're, I definitely am not ever a person to bash anyone's path. And, and that is, that worked out for you. It, it may have worked out for me, who knows, but I think it's, um, I think it's great that that, that is an option for folks to follow that path and really, um, you know, not pay for play, but, you know, invest the money to get that much further ahead, you know, um, in line basically. And then, or you, yeah. or you take your time and learn on your own and, and try to figure it out on your own, um, which uh, you could be some stubbornness there. So, you know, it, it all depends on, on where, where your head's at and where you're, how much resources you have and you know, how much you're willing to really do. Um, yeah, I agree, man. I think yeah. either way, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a leap mm -hmm. of faith. It's, mm -hmm. you know, believing in yourself and really for me on, you know, for the financial side of it, you know, I, I had to actually come home on the second day and convince my wife, you know, like, you know, I went there saying no, no, no. And then I came home the second day. And I remember I walked into our bedroom and all I could do was nod my head up and down. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, what? I'm like, this is it. She's like, the hell if it is it. She's like, yeah, you said that you weren't going to buy into it. I'm like, yeah, but I, there's just something I can't even explain that's going on at this event. Like it's, this is it. And yeah, she's like, well, how much does it cost? And I said, $35,000. And she was like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> From where, where are we going to get that money? Right? Yeah. And so, you know, I actually, I had to actually like convince her that not to trust fortune builders and what I was seeing, but just trust me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, listen, I understand that, you know, this, this is all for, and I said, but I've always, I've always put us on our feet. We've always had a roof over our head. Like, I just mm -hmm. need you to trust me because this is something that I feel very passionate about that I can see ourselves, you know, changing our future and our legacy. And so finally, yeah. she's just like, she's like, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so that was a yes. So, so we ended up liquidating our kids college savings funds, maxing out our credit cards to join the program. And, you know, I, yeah. I mentioned all that because I think it kind of goes to like what bigger pocket says, but the one thing that 
it did for me, dude, is it, I think it lit a fire under my ass that yeah, going about it by myself wouldn't have happened. Right. The fact that I have to now pay back this money made it so that way I was living, eating and breathing to, to prove myself right, to prove it to my wife, to prove it to everybody. Yeah. And really to put that money back into the accounts that I got them from. And so yeah. I think had I not done that, I probably wouldn't have had the success that I had, but you know what? And TJ, we talked about this dude, like yeah. coaching, like a, like a program like that. It's not for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Because it requires a massive amount of discipline and commitment to be successful. I mean, Mm -hmm. that goes for anything that people get coached at, right? Like if you're coachable, then a coaching Mm -hmm. program is for you. If you can, you know, if you're good with accountability and all that stuff, like, you know, that the coaching program is good for you, but that's not good for everybody. So uh, it just, it was great for me, man. And it spoke to everything that they said on the stage spoke to, you know, everything that I had learned in the military, which was systems and checklists Mm -hmm. and processes and repeatable, sustainable, like all like predictable. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. That it like checked all my boxes. So yeah, yeah, man. Uh, And that's, you have to go with what speaks to you. And and that's kind of what the, you know, what, what the podcast here and what the agent mind is all about is, you, you know, a lot of agents, a lot of real estate professionals get involved with things that that they think they're supposed to be doing. They think it's the right way to do it because they've heard all the opinions of everybody else, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily speak to them and it's not giving them, you know, they're not working within their passion. So I'm, I'm all for it for the, the your path is I'm, I'm excited to hear you talk about it because you, you can tell just the way you speak about it is that that was the path that you needed to take to get to where you are today. So, I mean, it's you know, the, who, who's laughing now, the, like those people that were CD sign <laughs> right. up, right? Like where, where are they now? We, we don't know, but, <laughs> but certainly um, it, like you said, it lit a fire for you and to, to, I didn't know, we didn't talk about this, how you liquidated your college, your kids' college funds. That's, that's a, that is a, a true leap of faith and commitment. And, and really you have to take those risks, calculated risks that, in order to get to that next level, which I think a lot, a lot of holding a lot of people back for sure. Yeah. There's, there's one quote that I want to share that um, Mm -hmm. the guy who they're called advisors that, you know, they kind of walk you through the entire process. There's one thing that he said to me that I kept asking myself over and over again. And it's, you know, if not now, then Mm -hmm. when, like, if you're not willing to take that leap of faith now, when are you ever going to do it? The time is never going to be right. So right. if not now, then when? And I'm just like, man, like it just hit me in a way. I was just like, yeah, yeah. This, the time is now. The time is always now. It's not tomorrow. It's now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's powerful for sure. Because you can definitely make every excuse in the world not to take action. Yeah. But, you know, taking that action... It, it, like once you take the action, it's the momentum. Like once you get going, it's you. Then you have to make take another action to make the money that you just spent, or or make up the time that you just spent. You know, trying to get a deal or whatever. So there's it, action creates more action, and like so, just yeah, taking that. Like first John step. Maxwell says, the big mo, the yeah, big mo. Exactly, momentum. exactly. Yeah, and I th- I said I'm finding myself saying this all the time. I'm not sure where I heard it, but an airplane uses the most fuel on the takeoff like for when it starts you're using the most fuel and then once you're up once you're in flight it's the you know it's the the aerodynamics yeah i love that up there yeah 
I wish I could credit it to I, 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 you know, the person that I heard it from, but I've heard it from a few different people. So, <laughs> but it is, uh, it's one of my favorites for sure. Cool, man. Well, let's see. Uh, that's how you got into it. It's awesome. Tell us about like the, like how you operate. Cause you're, you don't, you're not just, you know, doing this all yourself. You have a, a company anchored homes that invests and flips homes and you have short-term, long-term rentals. I mean, you got a lot going on within just that one company. So what, what, um, when did you decide to scale and, and, and how, how did you scale? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Cause I, yeah. I love telling this part of the story. Cool. Um, so, um, just as anchored homes, as a, as a 30,000 overview, 30,000 foot overview, you know, we've, done over 150 transactions in the last five years. Our first year into it, we did four wholesales and we did four flips, right? So a wholesale, um, I, I'm not, maybe not all agents understand what a wholesale is, but we basically just got a property under contract and we had rights to purchase the property. And then we sold our rights to mm -hmm. somebody else. And then they stepped in our shoes and they bought the property. Just real, that's the real quick down and dirty yeah. on a wholesale. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we did four wholesales and we did four flips in our first year. And then we took that momentum and mm -hmm. then we turned that into 20 plus flips, um, every year after that. Um, nice. and so, and then we've had some wholesales sprinkled in there. And then in 2019, we really started adding some of those long-term rentals to our portfolio. But uh, to answer your question, so like that's how it started. And then um, being in the military, you know, we are not always in control of where we want to be and how long we want to be there. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that happened, so I joined in, I joined, uh, or I started my business in 2016. Well, I was due to transfer and I knew this, I was due to transfer out of New Jersey uh, in 2017. Mm -hmm. However, even when that email or that call came, they were like, all right, it's time to pick your new place. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my business? Like I yeah. knew it was going to happen, <laughs> but I didn't even think about it. And so uh, it was actually something that really at first, like it was a punch in the gut because we were, you know, we did eight, eight projects that year. And so we were super busy. So I couldn't even imagine yeah. continuing to do that while I'm not in the state, but um, it was actually a blessing in disguise. Cause what it did TJ is it made me figure out, okay, mm -hmm. you know, how do I go from a solopreneur, right? Me wearing every hat in every department yep. of my company to being able to automate some of these tasks and outsource them to, you know, whether it's virtual assistants in the Philippine or finding people local mm -hmm. that um, could help me run the business. And it was in 2017, a, a year after we started, um, I got orders to Virginia. I had to come to Williamsburg, Virginia uh, to do some cybersecurity stuff for the Coast Guard. And I, I, what I ended up doing, which is what I've done over the, the, the year prior was I figured out I scheduled more time with my coach. I let them tell them, like, give me like, Hey, what do you think? And, you know, it always resulted in a lot of great action items and a lot, a lot of other, um, education. And so I went yeah. and I did another, basically like a, a seminar on how to build an office, um, like an office systems, uh, with people and processes and stuff like that. And from there, it really, what it allowed me to do was identify people in my local market who were also performing at a really high level um, because of 
you know, the stuff that I've been able to teach them. So I'll actually, let me take that a step back. So I found in my contractor um, back in 2016, the first year I started, I found my contractor who also joined fortune builders. Uh, It was just a coincidence, you know, he joined (laughs) um, like six months after. And so, but I worked with him as a contractor and we did like six projects together. And he came to me during that first year and he said, he goes, Hey man, um, you know, it's been awesome working on your projects. I'm learning a lot about what fortune builders is, you know, all about because of what you're giving me to execute on. He said, but Mm -hmm. I've got partners where we all join fortune builders and we want to flip as well. He's like, can you, you know, carve out some time, maybe one, one, um, one day a week to teach us how we can go get our own flips. Yeah. Uh, And, and so I did, and they were like landing deals landing deals. And I'm like, all right, this is great. This is somebody who knows the systems who can execute. Um, so I ended up asking them, I said, Hey, listen, you know, you guys have a group of four, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm a group of one and I need to figure out how I'm going to be able to run this thing when I'm gone. I said, I'd love the opportunity to be able to partner with you guys and us create a big team. Uh, so that way, you know, we can execute on this together rather than be, I'm going to air quote and say competition. I don't believe in competition, but you know, but rather than you know, all going for the same things, let's just combine our efforts. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it worked out perfectly because what it did is it gave me somebody who, it gave me a group of people who believed in anchored homes, who Mm -hmm. were toting the anchored homes flag. And so they had a lot of ownership in anchored homes, which is in my opinion, what I needed at that point for someone to be able to run with the anchored homes momentum in that market. And so, you know, I, between the five of us, I was able to get the redevelopments or the renovations off my plate with the contractor. Mm -hmm. I was able to get um, the office manager stuff off my plate with his wife. And then I was able to get the um, acquisitions off of my plate with um, his, their other partner's wife. And then the husband of that wife uh, was able to do the, uh, get us up and running with our rentals department. And so it was just a great way to, you know, hand off a lot of the tasks that I was doing. So that way I can concentrate on what I was good at, which was, you know, creating opportunities, um, mm-hmm. for private money. We, I was able to raise private money, uh, you know, solely, and then also work on the systems for the company. So, um, that was our first like real big bring people in and scale type of event. Yeah. And, um, I, what it did for me, man, is when I got to Virginia and we had art and we had created that partnership, it was me and my son, we showed up to Williamsburg uh, probably the day it was like the day before. And then the moving truck was coming and we came over to the house where the moving truck was going to be delivering uh, all of our stuff. And dude, it's like, like the big gigantic semis that come down yeah. these tiny little residential <laughs> roads. Right. Yeah. So here comes this um, Or actually before the moving truck comes, me and my son got there about 30 minutes early mm-hmm. and we had gotten out of the car and I was kind of looking at my son and I'm like, you want to throw the football or something, you know? And it was like, it made the hair on the back of my neck stand up because, you know, the year and a half leading up to that, like I was eating, sleeping, breathing anchored homes. Like I would, I would take my uniform off from the coast guard and then I put my anchored homes uniform on. And it was something that my family, I had agreed to with them. I said, Hey, you know, for this next year, dad's going to be busy building 
the legacy, right? So yeah. I may not be as available. So it came at the expense of my children and a lot of my personal time. But that moment when I was standing in the driveway and I was able to like look at my son and throw the football for yeah. 30 minutes, knowing that my business was still running in New Jersey with all the people that we had just partnered with and outsourced to, like that was a huge, huge moment of yeah. like that I that I had to take in. And I was like, holy crap, man, like this is what I was daydreaming about in that three day event, thinking about what my life could be like with a business around real estate and being able to spend time with my family while these things were happening. And so, um, that was a, that was a huge moment. Yeah. I I get goosebumps every time (laughs) I talk about it. That is awesome. Um, That's just the, that might be the, the, so far, because I just started, I only have about 10 or so episodes, um, recorded, but that is the best story hands down so far so oh that's awesome <laughs> you're, on, you're on record is the best story but that is what it is all about and that is what um certainly i'm trying to obtain um you know being an agent and the, the grind of, of just chasing those transactions is is a very similar thing to being you know in your business working in your business and being engulfed by your business rather than than owning the systems you know it's it's you either you own your job you know, that you have to grind out every day or you own the systems, you know, like Robert Kiyosaki says in the, in the yeah, no doubt. Um, cash flow quadrant. So that's, that's awesome. I still have goosebumps for sure. <laughs> so that's, that is, um, I love that story for so many reasons. It, it, the first one, it, just to kind of put it all together is you took a, you took massive action and a huge risk, you know, it's calculated risk. And, and you knew deep down that you would be able to get past that risk. And, and so it wasn't in the way most people think of a risk. It wasn't technically risky like that because you knew you had the drive to replace that money that you took from the, um, that you borrowed from the kids college fund. Um, I, I, people are out there cringing, I'm sure here and there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but then the, the rest of the story is, you know, you worked hard. Like it's not, it's none of this is easy. You work hard and you get to a point where you know things happen that are sometimes beyond your control and you just you figure out a solution then you figure out another solution then you figure out another solution all those little things and then that that big move and then you get to the point where you're in the driveway throwing a football with your son not knowing or or not not knowing but definitely knowing that your business that you created is running smoothly without you and you could leave indefinitely and come back and and it would still be growing more than likely. Right. Yeah. I, I did. All I can do is I'm smiling from ear to ear yeah. hearing you like say it back because it was just such a satisfying moment. Nice. And then did that now, cause you're, you're kind of a serial entrepreneur now, did that spark like, well, I got to start another business now. Is that, was that the moment or did you, was that conscious or. Like, no, actually um, I didn't think about it at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, actually what that did is it was like, it made me realize that there were other parts of my business that I could get off my plate as well. So eat off of, I, I wouldn't even say my plate at that point, off of our team's plate. Right. So, yeah. you know, the five of us being partners, it's like, what else can we get off of our plate? You know, and here's what I can, I, I can relate it to kind of what we do in each project is we basically transfer 90% of the work to Mm -hmm. people outside of our organization. And we give up about 
I would say we've done the math a couple of times. It's about 30 to 35% of our profit. So we do profit sharing um, with all these people that we bring in. Um, nobody's payroll. They're all 1099 through profit sharing. And so we give up about 30 to 35% of our profit, mm-hmm. but we're pushing off about 90% of the work, man. So for 10% of the yeah. work, we can pull in 70% of the profit. And That's good. That's a good return. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. They, you have definitely figured it out. So this like that is um, a goal of mine for sure is to have to have somebody else's money and somebody else's work. And then you get the most of the, of the income from it. Yeah. And that sounds like to people who don't understand, like, um, you know, business and, and for-profit organizations that might sound like an evil thing, but that's really, that is like what makes the economy work. Um, and that allows you to, I mean, think of all the people that your business, just your investment business alone touches and, and how many, how much food that puts on other people's families. I mean, if you really think about the grand scale of it, you're, the, what you're doing for the community is, is awesome. You're not only like re- renovating homes that are otherwise decrepit, you're giving, you know, opportunities for families to buy these homes. And then countless other families are are getting paid through through the whole process. So I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I just I just you know just just thinking of, of like how how big your reach is with regards to that is pretty amazing as well. So yeah, not to go off on a tangent, but just no, no, it's, yeah. that's what it's all about. That's what I yeah. love about real estate is there's just so many tangents, so many yeah. things that you can talk about. Absolutely. So you get you um. I definitely want to talk about a little bit about your, your, uh, we talked about your skip tracing business, your social media management business. Um, but I know you, you ended, you got your real estate license kind of after getting into investing. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I did an opposite of you. Right. Yeah. So like you, you became an agent <laughs> because you thought that would help you be a better um, investor, right? right? Because it'll give you access to MLS. You'll learn a lot about real estate along the way. Right. And actually I looked at it as, I don't want to become an agent because I didn't want to be, this is going to sound terrible. I didn't want to be bound by all the ethics and the rules and yeah. the regulations and stuff like that. Not that I'm not an ethical person, but right. You know, yeah, there's a lot of that. disclosures and, and things. Oh like yeah. That. And yeah. so I just felt like I didn't want that to limit my ability to be able to market and talk freely and just be creative in the types of options that I could um, provide right. sellers. And so I put it off forever, forever. I mean, I just got my, my, I passed my test last month. Right. Oh, really? Doing this that for, reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've been doing this for five years and really what drove me to actually get my license after five years of avoiding it was a couple of things. One, you know, I see, I look up, I put a lot of stock into the guys that run fortune builders and CT homes and everything that comes with that entire organization. And when I see mm-hmm. them make moves, I I'm like, I know that they are very calculated and this is the power of having mentors in, oh, yeah. in a, a circle that you're, a, that you're aspiring to be in is like, you know, I have people to model mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And so, you know, when I see them, they're like, Hey, we all have our real estate license. We recommend you get your real estate license. I'm like, Oh, well, maybe I should get my real estate license. Right. And yeah. so, you know, uh, there's that piece. And then also what ended up happening, TJ was as a real estate investor, you, you do a lot of marketing, whether it's 
um, you know, guerrilla marketing that's free, or it's a little bit of paid marketing through text messaging or direct mail or door knocking or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of marketing and there's a lot of different types of leads that come from that marketing. You have Mm -hmm. everything from a distress lead to a retail lead. And we get a lot of retail leads. And during that time when I didn't have my license, I would just say there was nothing I could do because I didn't have a license. So I just gave it to my agent. And Mm -hmm. I was like, here you go, man. Thanks for being an awesome partner with me. You know, we've done 40 flips together. Here's some free retail leads. He was locking down all these retail leads. And I did end up saying, Hey, can you reduce the commission a little bit on our deals that we do (laughs) together in exchange? But what I realized is I was missing out on a huge piece of income through yeah. referral through referrals. And so, definitely, you know, that's really why I kind of, um, I was like, all right, now's the time because we're, our marketing, um, we generate so much marketing just through our brand alone now th- because mm-hmm. of our social media presence. And a lot of that stuff is retail. And I want to be able to capitalize on that. Yeah. Most so definitely. that was, yeah, that was one of the main reasons why I did that. Now, are you, are you, where are you licensed? What state are you licensed in? So, It'll be New Jersey license hung with mm-hmm. the uh, hung with EXP. Okay, yeah, I was going to say that because you're you're in Virginia now. Yeah. So that's uh that makes total sense. So you're really just you are just which is another way to make money in real estate. Get your license and then you don't even have to sell real estate. You just get leads and refer them out to other agents. Absolutely. And you're just you know you work from the beach as they as they tell you. <laughs> Oh yeah. Have yeah. laptop. We'll travel. That's yeah, what I said. Exactly. <laughs> just one more. One, we'll add that to the list of, of just ways to make money um, in the real estate business. And you have, you have so many revenue streams. It, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, so we're kind of running out of time here, but get, let's talk about the social media management company. And uh, we know that you, you were trying to fill a gap in your own business. So what has that evolved into? Um, I know you said you, you've kind of stretched to other industries now beside, outside of real estate. So what, how did you get into that and, and how do you operate that along with all the other stuff you got going on? So social media was one of the big things that we learned coming into Fortune Builders. And so I'm, I executed on the social media education that they gave us. And then at one point, Fortune Builders was like, man, you're really crushing everything that we're teaching you on this online presence. We'd love for you to come be a coach and now teach all of the new students that are coming in how to execute on on our education. And through that process, I did that for about a year. I was a coach for the internet marketing side. I was was a coach for Fortune Builders for about two and a half years total, Mm -hmm. but a year that was concentrated strictly on internet marketing. And what I realized was that the education was on point. How do I know? Because I freaking implemented it and it worked, right? Yeah. So the education was on point. And as a coach, I gave them everything they needed to succeed. And then I'd come to them in the next call. I'm like, all right, so how did it go, Tom? Were you able to execute that? And he's like, no, I didn't get it done. I'm like, oh uh. man, what's wrong, right? <laughs> and so I had these, these conversations over and over and over again. And I'm like, all right. Here's, there's a gap, right? You have your education mm-hmm. and you have edu- uh, uh, execution. So what we need is something to help them be able to execute because either they lack time, they lack the desire to even want to be on social media personally, but they know it's good for their business and their brand right. or anything else that comes with that, right? Social media is confusing and it's loud and it could be a time suck. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I said, all right, well, how can we take the education, create a product that 
implements that that education for them and make it affordable. And that was really the big piece is how can we make it affordable? And kind of going back to some of the other things that we talked about, you know, we built our the success of our business, uh, you know, during that second, third and fourth year on the backs of virtual assistants from the Philippines. And so I basically I hired a virtual assistant from the Philippines from a company called Riva Global, which I now work for. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, One more. (laughs) And I taught them I taught them the social media part of it. And I said, okay, how many clients do you think that you can handle executing this for? And then we picked up three, four, five, six clients. And I was like, awesome. This is a business, right? Yeah. And so we created a business around that education, that's, which now implements for these real estate entrepreneurs. And it's less than 200 bucks a month, dude. I was paying, I was paying $100 a week to have mm-hmm. this done for me when I first started getting it off of my plate. And for me, that was kind of like the bar that I set. I was like, okay, if I can get this under $400 a month, Mm-hmm. and make it a autopilot hands-off system. That was my goal. And so we were able to, you know, get most of it done for about 50 bucks a week. And that's nice. currently the package that we, you know, we have multiple packages, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, dude, you can come to social soaring and automate your social media three times a week on three different platforms for under $200 a month. That's wow. It, there's nowhere out there that that offers what we offer at the price yeah. that we offer it at. No, man. That is good. And, and it's really, and you're hands off. You're just, you're just the facilitator of it basically. Yep. That's, that's amazing. I love that. Well, what do you got? What do you got cooking now? Like, what are you, what are you getting into now? What's your next venture? Um, so we're really, uh, so our, our real estate edu- I'm sorry, our real estate network, mm-hmm. uh, South Jersey real estate investors network. Um, you know, that was something that I started when, you know, I first started, uh, and, and investing back in 2016, I did it because my coach told me to, he's like, Hey man, if you really want to establish yourself in your area, start your own meetup group. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. I literally <laughs> just started this like a month ago. Like, what am I going to say? He goes, seriously, dude, if you do it, people, you know, the fact that you you're brave enough to get up there and speak about it. And he goes, I guarantee you from all the education from our curriculum, mm-hmm. you're going to be 90% better than most, most of the people that come to your event anyways. And so I, I said, you know, like a good freaking soldier, man, I stood there and I saluted. I said, Roger that. I was like, I wish you wouldn't have told me that, but I can't say no. So I went and I executed, <laughs> even though it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, so I did that for four years for free. You know, I would, mm-hmm. you know, run these meetups once a month and I'd walk people through my rehabs and I would share everything, man. Like everything that I was doing, I would share. I'm an open book. I'm very collaborative type of mindset mm-hmm. um, because there's one thing I can This is like my, like why I am the way that I am is because I can tell you everything that I'm doing, TJ, you're Mm -hmm. never going to outwork me. Yeah. Right. Like I'm always going to stay up later. I'm always going to get up earlier. I'm always going to give up the TV and everything else that I have to do in order to be successful because that's what it takes. Right. Yeah. Um, so fast forward now to, um, you know, this past year are the big thing that we're concentrating on now is building out because we now charge for memberships. We have huge sponsors and all that stuff. So we're really mm-hmm. starting to take all the systems that we learned. And that's really, if I could rabbit hole here for just one second. Yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> so the one thing I would say is the biggest takeaway from fortune builders is not r- like learning about real estate. It's learning about how to build a business around systems, processes, uh, checklists, 
Oh, you're going to hear my daughter. Uh, she's the trumpet. Her just trumpet started. class just started. Yeah. So <laughs> That's you're okay. going to hear a trumpet in the background. Um, <laughs> so, um, but fortune builders really taught me how to build a business on systems, processes, and people. So now really like anchored homes, social soaring, inspiredable South Jersey real estate. I, it's all the same business, just a different logo on it. Now. I mean, I've yeah. literally been able to rinse and repeat which allows me to only spend a few hours, you know, a week on each one of these businesses because they're all autopiloted. So that's yeah. really the big thing right now is my, my real estate investor um, network right now is getting that up and running on an autopilot with all the systems from my other businesses. Yeah. And that's, that is a great place to kind of get, as we approach the, to wrap this up here. Um, I mean, the, the journey that you've led us on and then to end with it's, it's a system that you rinse and repeat. You know, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what it's all about. And if, if everybody can kind of shift their mindset to thinking that way, it's like, what are you, if, if you're a solo agent, what are you doing that you could pay someone else to do? And how much more business could you get if you had all those little, you know, hourly jobs off your plate? So yeah, think about 100%. like, fire yourself from those jobs that you're not any good at that you now own and hire somebody that can probably do it a little bit better and a little more efficient than you can. And then go do the things like find deals. And, you know, even as an investor, you find the deals, have, have, have a virtual assistant help you out with, with all the paperwork and admin stuff and all that stuff. And uh, you pull people in for, for, for teams to get on your team to really um, propel you forward because you're not bogged down by all that little stuff. So systems rinse, repeat, I mean, you're unstoppable. I mean, you could, you could just, you could have infinite amount of business with that model, right? Yeah, no doubt. It, it's definitely scalable. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, one, one more thing. Um, and I think I love the trumpet in the background because it just adds to the fact I just that started mute. I was like, Oh, I should just mute myself. I don't know. Oh, why you're I fine. Think of that. No, <laughs> Can you like, hear it? Uh, just very faintly, but I love it because <laughs> it goes back to the, the football story. It's like you're, you're home with your kids. Like that's what it is all about. Like that. So that just adds to the point that we're trying to make is that you're at home with your daughter as she's doing uh, trumpet practice. That's, that's pretty amazing that you have the, the ability to do that, you know, and you, yeah, said, I don't know the name of the song, but it's the one off <laughs> of the, um, um, fast and the furious. It's like the Wiz Khalifa, Charlie oh, okay. song. Um, nice. <laughs> see you again. I think is what it's called. And okay. she, she's like learning it from YouTube and like teaching herself how to do it. It's amazing to watch her. Nice. Like, like father, like daughter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. So what, what, two more things, two more questions. Well, three more questions. One, um, what advice do you have to somebody who wants a little bit more out of their business and kind of wants the same things that, that you talked about that you have now? Yeah. So that's a hard question to answer because there's so many yeah. different places that you could go with that. But I would say the one thing, you know, if you already have a business and you want more out of your business, I think that it's extremely important to define the different departments and roles in your business. You might be wearing every single hat right now, but if you look at your business, you can clearly say, Hey, I'm doing transaction coordinating right now. So put on your transaction coordinating hat, write down all of those, all of those tasks. And mm -hmm. then now you have a list, a job that you can go out and hire somebody, whether it's a virtual assistant from Reva global, mm -hmm. or it's somebody in your local market or whatever. Right. So just mm -hmm that was the huge defining moment for us is when we could actually 
you know, compartmentalize all the different tasks for all the different departments, we now had a game plan to go out and then hand those tasks off to you. Yeah. Just, just create job descriptions and That's then, right. and fill them. <laughs> That's yeah. Perfect. You just said it in like two words compared to yeah. my third. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I, this has been such a great episode, man. Thank, thanks so much for, for being on. Um, how, how would we get a hold of you? If we, uh, is there social media the, the best way to kind of reach out if, if someone wants to contact you? Yeah. So I, so I had to create something like a landing page for everything. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we created a personal brand, uh, inspiredable. So that's the mashup of inspired and able, right. Mm-hmm. So you could be inspired and able to do anything that you want. So inspiredable.com nice. is, uh, you know, where I push people now to go and they can learn about all the different businesses. They can hit me up on there. There's some free downloads for some content for people there. So, awesome. uh, inspiredable.com is all where right. you can get the most value. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, man. Is there a- any words of wisdom you want to leave us with? Yes. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Awesome. All right, JP. Thanks so much, man. It's been a a pleasure for sure. 100%. Thank you very much. It has been an honor to be able to speak to you and your listeners. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna have you back because there's there's a lot more. Oh, sweet. Part two. Love it. Part two. We'll have to have a part two, definitely, because there's so much more to unpack there. So awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir.